once I was able to just remove those negative vices and replace them with positive habits, I went extreme on the positive habits. It's a huge advantage because you can just apply that same level of ambition and determination to just go crazy on positive things. Welcome back to the My Future Business Show. This is the show that gets you in front of your best audience and keeps you there. My name is Rick Nusky. I am your host. I'm also the luckiest person alive, I would have to say, because I have you supporting this show, sending in your feedback. So thank you very much for all of that support. So on today's show, I have the pleasure of welcoming coach and copywriting, uh, copywriting agency owner, Mr. Travis Blackburn. Welcome to the show, Travis. Thanks for having me, Rick. Appreciate it. Absolute pleasure to have you here. Now, you and I are going to be talking about your journey from addiction to purpose and how you can transform your life with the right guidance from somebody who's already walked the path before you. Now, there is certainly a lot to unpack in your life and, and the journey that you've gone on. But uh, first things first, where are you calling in from today? Calling in from Oklahoma, Stillwater. Oh, fantastic. What's the weather like? It's perfect right now. 75 degrees. Not too hot, not too cold. Are you are you a hot weather type of guy or a cool weather type I, of guy? I grew up in California, so hot. I'm down here for college right now, so I'm kind of in between. Okay, what are you studying? Uh, marketing. Marketing. That's no surprise to me. Yeah. <laughs> are you enjoying it? Uh, it's, it's. I just switched it actually a few weeks ago. Oh, so, okay. And, well, and why was? And why why did you change that? Well, I went from entrepreneurship to marketing, and in the entrepreneurship class, it really wasn't. I believe entrepreneurship is more of like a trait that you have. Yeah, it's kind of hard to teach it as a class. Yeah, I thought it would be more valuable. Well, yeah, it's funny. It's funny you should say that, Travis, because that's what shone through for me when I was looking through your Instagram post. You just you seem to have a natural showmanship about you, and I'd love to explore that as we get into the into the call uh, in a moment. But uh, again, tell me a little bit about your background and where you grew up. Yeah, so I was born in Florida. Moved to Orange County when I was about three, and I was that typical surfer, skater, snowboard kid. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, just having fun, and right around middle school, started hanging around the wrong crowd, got into smoking weed, and the weed transitioned into the alcohol. Oh, yeah. And by high school, it was full-fledged. Um, let's just say I did pretty much every drug except heroin. So Yeah. Well, and look, you've certainly turned the ship around, and I call it a ship because these things are certainly not easy to do. I, I know a, a few people who are, I guess you'd call them addicts, and uh, they struggle from day in and day out. So we'll talk about that in a moment. But tell us, what do you like to do now? Do you still go surfing? Do you still skate? What do you do for your hobbies and your sports? Well, there's not much out here to do in Oklahoma, but uh, <laughs> I, when I go on vacation during uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and spring break, um, I love to hit the mountains again. I love to go to the beach. But while I'm down here, I, the thing that I love about Oklahoma is the fact that there's nothing to do. So I'm able to focus yes. and grind out so much better than I am in uh, Orange County. So do you find it's important just to have quiet time? Absolutely. I enjoy the solitude. And what sort of music do you like? Are you, are you into music at all? Yes, I'm into hip hop. Oh. Uh, my favorite is Kanye West. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> now, uh, tell me, I, I know that, uh, I guess, uh, a, a life necessarily, not necessarily of addiction, but anybody who's busy doesn't have much time for pets. Have you had much time for pets? I have not, but I really want to get a dog. I mean, I like the solitude, but at times it can get kind of lonely. Yeah. And to have a little dog with me would be nice. I yeah. miss my dog at home. Yeah, we have three Rottweilers. I can tell you they can become a hassle if you have too many of them as well. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of pets, if you could be any animal in the world, which one would you, which one would you be? Dogs. I connect with dogs so well. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a cat person. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, they're not bad, but I mean, I, I think there's a there's a true connection between a man and his dog that really just goes unspoken. Now, I think uh, the best place to start with this call, Travis, is uh, for you just to share with us, I guess, a bit more about what it meant, you know, how you went from just this this young guy growing up, then suddenly choosing this crowd and, and getting caught up in it. And what happens to your mindset? What was it about? Was it about being involved and just being a part of a group? Was it about pleasing others? Tell us a little bit about it, how you fell into that trap. Yeah, it was a little bit of both. I mean, I always kind of grew up as a very self-conscious person. I was very scrawny growing up, and um, I was always trying to please others, trying to fit into groups. Yep. And I knew how to be cool. I mean, I was a cool kid. <laughs> and the thing was, is that it wasn't really that, um, it wasn't really myself. You know, I was I was acting cool in a way to fit in with everyone else. Yep. And a lot of that came judging other people and then also doing the drugs. Yeah, look, I, I saw um, some uh, Instagram post that you'd done you were sitting there with the crates of alcohol and it seemed to me that you know you only just posted this recently and it really struck me as a I guess a poignant image of you how's how have things changed since then yeah that was my that picture that you liked was actually from my junior year in high school and um yeah I mean back then I was just having fun to have fun and when we're kids like that we really don't know any better and I think it's all right for kids to be doing that when they're younger yeah because i mean that just teaches you a lesson at a very young age so by the time for me when i came into college i was already ahead of everyone else you know this is everyone's first year almost getting into the party and getting to the drinking but i have like seven years under my belt so yeah, it's like getting out of I'm it ready, yeah i'm ready to grow up i'm ready to start making money um creating like meaningful relationships and finding my true purpose in life there's no, so, there's no doubt, Travis, that it seems to be have been a blessing in disguise. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I wouldn't have had it any other way. Now, part of the, um, I guess, the Instagram experience is, you, you know, you showing yourself working on your body, and it, which you look fantastic. You know, tell us the importance about looking after your body. No, it's so important. I mean, it looks, I look good on the outside, but more than anything, it's all about in the inside, you yeah. know? Yeah. Having, the, having the correct nutrition, having the right training, builds this mindset that allows you to go after really any endeavor in life and just go at it with a full force. And that's what I'm trying to teach people now. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me a little bit. Now, you've touched on mindset. I think that's obviously critical. Do you ever have mornings where you wake up and you go, I just want to pull the covers over the top of my head? And if you do, how do you get past it? Oh, my God. It happens to me every single time. <laughs> but um, I realized that the I find all the worth that I need in this world I tried doing it through the drugs. I tried doing it through the alcohol. I tried doing it through the shitty relationships. And there's no real worth in that. The worth that I receive really comes from the work. So if I'm feeling bad in the morning, I know that I'm only going to feel worse if I stay there in the sheets and I sleep in longer. Yeah. And every single time, once I do get into the gym and I do start moving, I mean, I, I remember, I'm like, okay, this feels a lot better than what it would have been if I did stay in bed. It reminds me of a quote where somebody was talking about it's not about doing it when you feel like it. it's more about getting it done no matter how you feel. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And another thing that I um, also kind of implement is the fact that once I was able to do that and use that mindset from that specific value, I also you know started posting it online, inspiring other people. So now it's like um, you know if I, if I slip once, the people who are you know following me and really using me as inspiration, they're going to be following. So I mean. 
I'm trying to hold them accountable at the same time while also holding myself accountable, really. So I bet you, I bet you, um, I guess, critique quite carefully those people that come into your life nowadays. Tell us a little bit about your circle of friends and how important they still are to you. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, I, w- I was hanging around the wrong kids growing up mm. and that transitioned into my college life. I actually joined a fraternity my first semester here at um, Oklahoma State University. Just finished my first year, but I, for some reason, always tended to attract the wrong people. I mean, the people who were always into the, into the drugs and into yep. the alcohol and the negative people. You know, that's who I naturally brought into my life. And, you know, since elevating and going to that next level, I've had to pretty much cut off everyone that I know. Yeah, you know, wow. I don't hang out with anyone. That's incredible, you know, and that's it's funny you should say that because a lot of the, I guess the I guess the well-known entrepreneurs that have made huge gains for themselves financially and personally, professionally, they often talk about having either no friends or a very very tight small circle of friends. Do you think that that's um, you know the way it will always be for you? You know, I hope to someday really find people who are like-minded like me. Mm. But right now, I mean, there's one person that I keep in contact with from yep. California back home. Yep. And he has somewhat of a similar mindset, but no one else is really thinking like me. So I hope to someday eventually connect with other people who do have that same mindset, but it's very rare. Yeah, well, look, I can imagine. I, I'm really looking forward to unpacking this as much as we possibly can. There's going to be a lot of people to take a lot of benefit out of this because there's so many different ways that we can be, I guess, stimulated. And, you know, we therefore railroaded in making really poor decisions, not strong choices. Tell us a little bit about the role social media plays in your life and how dangerous it could possibly be. Yeah, well, I mean, it can either be a great thing or a negative thing. Mm. If, you're, if you're on the consuming end and you're just scrolling hours mindlessly each day, I mean, that's not the place you want to be at. Or you can be on the creator side and be like what I'm doing now, inspiring and motivating other people and using it to my advantage and actually making money off of it. Yeah, I love it. Now, tell me, um, when you look at um, other people around you, do you, do, you, do you find that you follow any particular mentors? Do you have any people that you look, to, look towards that you think, hey, they're doing a really good job? Yeah, absolutely. Wes Watson is actually the person who's inspired me to, he inspired me first to originally quit the drink, quit the drinking, quit the booze. And then he actually eventually inspired me to teach other people how to do the same. Do you intend to, you know, I, I, given what I know of you already, Travis, there's certainly a lot that you could possibly do to help the world. Do you plan on, you know, putting it in writing or creating a video course? What's your plans for the work that you're doing? Well, right now I'm coaching people in mindset training and nutrition. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also trying to teach people how to how I also made money through copywriting. Yeah. Well, so it's kind of like this one-stop shop for you know how to get jacked, how to make money, and then how to also get the mindset to apply discipline to your life. So that's cover, cover all three areas. Yeah, fantastic. I, I noticed in the background you got some what looks like protein um, shakes and whatever else you've got going on there. Um, uh, tell me a little bit about your 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 personal diet. Yeah, so I mean, I have 1,800 calories a day, just chicken, rice, and oats and egg whites, and I don't break on it. Do you have? Do you uh, get into these sports drinks? You know, these these brand new ones coming onto the scene from well-known YouTubers that really blow my mind. That they, because of the leverage they can get through social, they now push this drink. And my kids, they just want it all the time. Do you get caught in those traps? Uh, every once in a while, you know, if I'm at the store and I see it in the fridge, I might go for it, but. <laughs> Typically, I'll just go for some um, Woke AF is my favorite by Buck Jeff. Yeah, nice. Now, do you get up early? Are you an early riser? 
Yes, sir. I'm up at 3.30 a.m. every single day. Wow. How do you do it? I just couldn't do that. And you go straight to the gym. Is that right? Yes, sir. Seven days a week. Wow. And tell us about the routine and how long does it take for you to go through that routine at the gym? Yeah. So I'm up at 3.30. Immediately, I have half my oats that I made from the night before. And from there, I go to the gym. I'll get there around 4.15. And then I write my morning reflection that I post online to the world. Um, just something inspirational, motivational to get them through the day. And then from about 4.30 to 6.45, I'm lifting, working out the entire time. And then I'm coming back and then just working on the business throughout the day, whether now, that be writing or fitness. And we'll talk about your copywriting in a moment, but tell me a little bit about how it must make you feel when you have complete strangers, uh, people of your own age group saying, look, you're really, really helping me. What you're doing is brilliant. I've seen some of your comments and they're, they're quite... They're quite moving. How, the, how does it make you feel knowing that you're having an impact? It's great. I mean, especially when you start to feel down on yourself. Yeah. I mean, I swear to God, like, I'll have, like, some of the worst moments throughout the day where I'm feeling the most negative, and that's exactly when I get a DM or a message from someone who types out an entire paragraph saying that I've inspired them to do better, I've inspired them to get them in the gym, I've inspired them to quit their vice or whatever they had. And, I mean, that re- that's really what keeps me going, too, you know? Yeah. The amount of things that you're doing in such a short amount of time, it, what it magnifies for me, Travis, is that you can do anything if you put your mind to it. Now, you even went ahead and started your own copywriting agency. That's no small feat. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I joined a um, copywriting program where I learned pretty much, I've, I've always been a pretty good writer in school. Yep. I've been in expert English classes, so I naturally transitioned into it, but I joined a program that taught me how to structure, copy correctly, short-term, long-term content. Mm-hmm. how to hop on sales calls, how to manage clients. And I started doing this in January, right when the new year hit. And within five months up until now, I'm making roughly $8,000 a month. Wow, so. that's incredible. Congratulations. Now, tell me a little bit about um, people in that space. You know, some people say that, you know, video format, uh, video sales letters is the only way to go. Whereas others, you know, the traditional copywriters are saying, uh, long form text copy is the way to go and it's got to look like a newspaper ad. What's your view? What do you think's working at the moment? Well, I think every business is going to need a copywriter of some sort. I mean, hmm. you know, you can do the long term, you can do the short term, but you're always going to need someone to write ads for you, whether you're scrolling through Facebook, Instagram, you're going to have to see words at some point. And um, what I do personally, what I I have reoccurring um, monthly deals with clients in the fitness industry yeah, doing, yeah. doing um, biweekly newsletters. So, um, there's something that really sticks out for me and I don't know whether or not to be ecstatic about it or terrified about it. And that's AI. How is that changing that space? Is that impacting you? Is it helping or not at all? And I, you know, I, I started a little bit before the AI came out or before it really started to like come out and become popular. Mm. And I even bought a very expensive AI program yep. and software to try to implement that into my copywriting business. Yep. I found that at least with my niche and my industry, the fitness industry, a lot of it's um, ethos. I mean, you've got to really pour your heart and soul into this paper that you're writing. And that's that's what I do. You know, I take the experience that I had before fitness and nutrition, and I just put that my entire heart onto that paper and try to relate my own experiences uh, to inspire others through my, through my words, really. And a robot can't do that. 
No, absolutely. That's great feedback. Now, and tell me about the relationships that you must be forging because copywriting is, yes, we know it's words on the page and that needs to be structured with, you know, uh, guarantees, risk reversals, headline, all the stuff that you have to do. So it's, it's no small thing. But the people behind the businesses that you're working with, be they individual or if they hire people, you must have to know a lot about them. How do you go about, I guess, working on those relationships to make sure you deliver the best copy? Yeah, so I, you know, for the first four months of my copywriting agency, I actually only had one person that I worked with, one client. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we did separate funnels along the way on top of the reoccurring newsletter that built up that 8000 a month. Yep. But um, she's someone, I mean, uh, she's the best, really. She She's on the same business program that I'm on now for um, coaching fitness. Yep. Before I was on it, she brought me on as a copywriter for her business. And I follow her on Instagram and she's posting, you know, almost every hour. So I get to see little parts about her life, you know, whether that's her filming her her son, yep, her yep. husband, or just doing things that she does throughout the day. So I'm kind of easy, easily able to see what who she is as a person. And yeah. the two of us are pretty similar too. Just after getting off the same uh, sales call, I noticed a lot of similarities between the two of us. Yeah, so it's fantastic. Been- so in terms of, uh, you know, everybody's got one particular skill or superpower, let's call it. What do you think yours is? Discipline, for Discipline. sure. Yep. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I, mean, I, can just, I can do things that I hate to do and act like I love it. Now, in terms of, you know, life in general, what makes it worthwhile for you today? Is it changed or? Yeah, I mean, I just love being able to help other people feel the same sense of gratitude that I've been able to establish because... I was literally at like the rock bottom. Rock bottom. I like with the drugs and alcohol in college, being in that fraternity, like not to sound like, you know, cheesy or anything, but I felt like I was like a bird, like locked in this cage being living in that fraternity house. I had so I had this huge entrepreneurial like spirit in me that wanted to get out, but it was just being suppressed by this fraternity. And I mean, towards that last month, I mean, I, I, I couldn't drop it either because I wouldn't have had a place to stay. They closed off the dorms. Yep. So I was forced to just, I was the one kid who stopped going to all the parties out yep. of like the over 100 kids who were in the house. I was the only one that wasn't going to the parties. I was the only one who wouldn't go down to the kitchen because all they served for breakfast, lunch, and dinner were like chili cheese dogs. Yeah, stuff you really love. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I went to Walmart and I bought stacks of canned chicken. I was cooking rice in the bathroom, <laughs> uh, my egg whites in the microwave. Like I was a psychopath. And I wasn't going to any of the parties. But, um, yeah, I just I, – I was so locked up. And I'm such an independent person. And when you got this fraternity telling you, like, oh, you have to come to this meeting, you have to go to, to this sorority affair, you have to do this, you have to do that, I mean, it just drove me crazy. Yeah, great feedback. Thank you again, Travis. Loving this call. Now, I know there are different types of addiction. You've had food addiction. You've had substance abuse, alcohol, uh, you name it. But I have to ask you, when I saw your TikTok and I saw you know, Instagram and I see all these other feeds that you could possibly be on, is social media a form of addiction, do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's something you really, really have to be careful with. Um, I even sometimes catch myself scrolling through social media yeah. when I should. It, it's <laughs> Especially when you when you use that as your business platform, you have to implement Instagram to make money. Like yep. you know, a lot of distractions on the app while you're trying to do that. So you have to be very careful. I've got uh, young boys growing up. They're preteen. If you were to meet any young preteen on the street and they asked you, "Hey, what what path? How do I make strong decisions?" What would you tell them? 
you really have to just fully commit and just make bold decisions. I mean, if Instagram and scrolling is one of your biggest problems, then delete the app for a month and see it, see how it treats you. Yeah. It's also, funny. So, yeah, absolutely. It's funny because they do sit there. Um, again, they're preteen and they do sit there just scrolling through YouTube mainly for what I see. Um, how is it that, you know, you can guide them over the long term when you work with somebody? Do you, do you find that they will DM you or do you have another way that you connect with them? Do you work face to face? How do you work? Yeah. So, I mean, I put content out there for anyone wanting to see my Instagram. It's Travis with two S's, Blackburn. Yep. And I put content out there. People come to me and they'll DM me. Um, I'll, I'll outreach to other people who randomly like my videos. And, um, and then I offer group coaching as well yep. as one-on-one coaching. Yep. So once a week on Saturdays, me and the team will hop on a call. We'll all talk together what we're struggling with, whether that be in fitness, um, the nutrition part, or anything mm-hmm. minor, really. Really anything that you're struggling with life, we'll talk about. And um, then Sundays are for the copywriting calls where we get on a call and talk about everything copywriting. Yeah, great. Thank you again. Now, tell us what it's, uh, you know, we talked about mindset a little bit earlier. And uh, the fact that you've gone completely sober is fantastic. Congratulations. Now, do you ever want to go extreme again? Do you ever feel that bug on your shoulder saying, hey, let's do it. Let's just have one more party. And what do you do to counter it? Yeah, see, that's my thing. I mean, I'm, I'm a very, very extreme person. And I've always been like that. So, you know, back when, back in high school and beginning of college, I wasn't just having a few drinks. I was the one smashing an entire 12 pack. Oh, yeah. When we went to Chick fil A or Canes or something, I was getting the biggest combo, double soap, <laughs> as much as I could. Yeah. I go all in on everything. So, once I was able to just remove those negative vices and replace them with positive habits, I went extreme on the positive habits. I went so extreme on my business that I work on it every day. I went so extreme on my body that I lift seven days a week. I'm yeah. so extreme on my wake up time that I'm up at 3.30. So it's like if, you ha- if you're an addict and you're extreme with the things you do, it's a huge advantage because you can just apply that same level of um, ambition and determination to just go crazy on positive things. There's going to be a lot of people listening to this call, Travis, and they're going to be wondering, you know what? I've actually lost my way. I've lost my, my purpose. I don't have a clue. Why am I bother? Why am I bothering with life? It seems pointless. What would you say to them? How would they actually go about finding their life's purpose, do you think? Well, I think you got to really fall in love with yourself first. That's what happened to me. I mean, I was at rock bottom and evaluate yourself. I mean, look at, look at yourself in the mirror. What's the first thing that you see in that mirror that you want to change? If that's your body, if you're overweight, boom, there's your answer. Start working on your body. That's what it was for me. I mean, after eating chili cheese dogs every single breakfast lunch <laughs> for almost five months straight, I mean, my, I gained almost like 15 pounds. And oh, I, still, wow. I mean, extremely big. So that's, that's what I worked on first. And through the workouts, I started to develop this mindset and gratitude for life. And then that inspired me to want to go show others how to do the same. So really, I think the best way to do it is to just – Remove the things that are holding you back. So, I mean, whether that be drinking, drugs, do that. Yep. And then just replace it and with something positive like working on a business or going to the gym. Yeah, I can see what you're doing here. It's just, it's really transparent. And I think that's what's going to help a lot of young people um, avoid the traps that you've fallen into. And it's it's kind of a blessing, like I said earlier, in disguise for those who are lucky enough to encounter you and work with you. So thanks again. Now, in terms of mindset, we've touched on it, but self-talk, you know, you've got that little, 
you know, voice in your mind and sometimes they won't leave you alone. Do you ever find that that happens to you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, self-talk is so huge. And the mm. thing is like, everything is perspective. If I'm in the gym, I mean, I, I can do one of two things if I'm tired. I can tell myself that I'm tired, tell myself that I can't lift as much weight, or I can tell myself I'm a savage and that I'm, I'm huge. I mean, and that last rep, I can be like, oh, my God, this is so hard. Or in that last rep, I can say, oh, my God, this, rep, this last rep is going to give me that much bigger arms. I'm just going to crush it. I mean, it's, it's all perspective. It's all the way you view things. So self-talk is everything. I, I wake up every morning and I often feel just a sense of gratitude, a, a thankfulness of being alive. Do you, do you get that? Yeah. But I mean, some, but some days I don't. And yeah. that's, that's just life. I mean, it's, it's all ups and downs. So if you're feeling negative sometimes, I mean, that's normal. But to feel negative all the time, that's not normal and you can change it. See, when I was watching you on a, on a podcast interview, another one that you were giving, uh, your confidence just really shines through. Is having confidence part of this journey for you? And, and how, how have you seen your own confidence grow? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been the best part, I think, about this entire journey is having this newfound confidence. Because the thing about me is I used to be the least confident person. I was the worst. I mean, I would walk into, I remember my scene, even in the beginning of college, this first semester, I was self-conscious about the way that I walked. I would think, oh, left foot forward. Right oh, really? Foot. Yeah, that bad. That wow. freaking bad. And I, I mean, I remember my um, senior year in high school, I took a speech and debate class. There were other freshmen in that class, and I was in there as a senior. And I was the only kid up there with my legs shaking and my voice cracking. Oh. So I, I used to be like the very self-conscious <laughs> person possible. So I really feel for those people that are. And I want everyone out there listening to know that if you are that really self-conscious person, you can flip that and be one of the most confident. Because everyone tells me now, like, Travis, like, how do you have this like confidence that you have now? I mean, it wasn't always like that. And I tell them, it just starts with starting to love yourself. And that comes with I mean, for me, it just started from coming to the, going to the gym and then getting perseverance. My yeah, exactly. Now, I know that you've turned a corner and you've, uh, part of this was to do with the program that you were involved with. Tell us a little bit about how that program changed your life and, and explain it for us. Yeah. I mean, the program was everything. It, it just, the nutrition got my mind right. The training got my mind right. And really, I mean, the wake up time too. I, I love my wake up time. It's something so extreme and something that no one else does that it just makes me feel like such a savage. I mean, I'm driving, I'm driving down the street and I don't see anyone else. I'm like, damn, I'm the only guy out here doing this. It, just, it makes me like just feel happy about myself. It makes me feel proud. So that's that's really what the what the program did for me. It made me proud of myself, which is something I I didn't have before. Now, there's a couple of sides to this. Um, I don't know how people will contact you to get uh, your help in your copywriting business, but also from, a, I guess, a health and nutrition perspective, you've got pretty much dual businesses running. How do, how do people connect with you? Are there two different streams, and how, how does somebody apply to work with you? Yeah, I mean, you can work with me for anything. If you're struggling with money, I'll teach you how to copyright. If you're struggling with addiction, I'll give you the program that changed my life and allowed me to drop the drinking and drugs. If you're looking to get more disciplined, I'll get you on the same program, which pretty much does the same thing. So if you're interested in any of these programs, you can just hit me with a direct message on Instagram at Travis with two S's Blackburn. Well, I'll be making sure that uh, they have all of the links that they're going to need, Travis. Now, what's coming up next? Do you intend to have uh, a website of your own or a community space? What? Tell us what's happening. What's your plans? I'm not even totally worried about website, really. I mean, mm -hmm. 
my mentor Wes, who's been teaching me how to do this whole thing. He, I mean, he didn't get a website until he started making thousands and thousands a month. Yeah. Um, it's it's really just about establishing your presence on social media and creating that social brand before you start worrying about little websites. I mean, if I were to have a website, like I would need some client testimonials of people who like really you know change their body. And I've just started this less than a month ago, so. Yeah. Later down for sure, but right now it's just about putting out as much value as I can through my Instagram and TikTok to um, just establish some credibility. I'm, I'm loving what you're doing. You're certainly going to make a big, big wave uh, in your space for the people around you, and it's a real credit to you. Again, if you wouldn't mind sharing once more time, one more time for people and the way they can connect with you. Yeah, just hit me with a follow with Travis with two S's, Blackburn and Instagram and shoot me a message. Anything you're struggling with, I'd be happy to help you right there on the spot and get you on a program. Well, there you go. Everybody who's on the show today, if you are struggling with any form of addiction or you are looking for copywriting skills, Travis is the person that you need to reach out to. Again, I'll be making sure that his Instagram feed is available to you below this post. No matter where you see this call, you will find the links back to Travis. And with that being said, Travis, great call. Thank you so very much for joining me on the show today. Thank you, Rick. You have a good one.